Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maybe I'm just nostalgic Or maybe it's truly magical do a podcast <laughs> oh i was hoping you would do that yes i want to do a podcast we're gonna do a podcast what kind of podcast on, are we gonna do go and talk i don't know i should write a whole song first brooke how excited are you to do this podcast tonight i am so excited to do this podcast tonight why are you so excited to do the podcast tonight because we're doing frozen frozen and why are we doing frozen tonight in particular it's five years old. Five years old. Frozen is five years old. I can't believe it. I am shocked. Shocked. It came out in 2013. I feel like I was... That was five years ago. Right? Ugh. I also feel like I was 10 when that happened. Yeah, you weren't. I you wasn't. Were I was... 17. Yes, exactly. I was 17. <laughs> um... I remember, so I didn't see Frozen in theaters, did you? I don't know why you would. But no, I was you? actually going to ask you the first time you saw Frozen. The first Tell time, me about that experience. The, I didn't see Frozen until, um, so, oh wait, no, it, well, I did see it in 2013. I didn't see it in theaters, though. I remember seeing the previews for it, and the previews were so obscure. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't, I remember saying, like, this new Disney movie, I, I can't even tell what it's about from like the trailers. Like, what is this about? What's happening? Is this evil ice switch? Like, yeah. what's going on? You just said it was like winter. Mm-hmm. And you know. I said out loud, I was like, I'm not even interested in seeing this movie because like, I don't even know what the fuck it's about. <laughs> so I didn't go see it. And I had just started working at work. I had a really <laughs> rough week. And um, my friend torrented it. So I was like, I'm not going to go see it. But we came home. And I was like, just, like, I'm going to take a shot, like, put on a movie. And he was like, well, what do you want to watch? He's like, I torn in a couple movies, and he, like, read them off. I was like, whatever, just put on, like, that weird Disney movie that nobody knows what's going on. And so he did. And I'm not paying attention. I'm in the kitchen. The movie's, like, playing. And I'm, that's Coda. Uh, I'm, like, doing, I did, like, two shots. And I'm making dinner. And then 
barely paying attention, like I said. There were a few songs that I remember saying, I was like, oh, wow, Disney, like, did a musical again. Like, it's about time, like, we have, like, another good musical. I think, like, the last one before that, like, that I had paid any attention to was um, The Princess and the Frog mm-hmm. in, like, 2009. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, oh, cool. Like, they did, like, that song was good. That was a good little bop, like, awesome. And I think that was um, <laughs> Love is an Open Door. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, still, I was not really paying attention. And then I'm, like, cooking, and I just, like, hear this fucking jam on in the background. I'm just, like, I, like, start getting into it. I'm, like, fuck, yeah, what is going on? And mm-hmm. I look over, and Elsa's, like, letting her braid down. And I was, like, oh, shit, what is this? <laughs> and I made him start it over, and then I watched it all the way through. And I was hooked after that. It changed my life forever. Yeah. That was the first time I saw Frozen. See, I did not. I would have thought that maybe you had seen it in theaters and mm-hmm. you were just kind of hooked from the start but so i like the idea that you were against it yeah because i was like well i don't know what the fuck this is about sucked you in and then as much as you know people want to hate it let it go sucked me in i was like this is a fucking fire ass jam coda agrees that's why he's trying to lick you i want some love he's giving him kisses <laughs> yeah oh, he wants coda. some love because he's looking at the carpet which he ruined because he ate a pen and he's just like, please forgive me. Don't let her put me down later. Please love me. I would never, Coco. Okay. Um, and then my my love affair with Frozen began. Took as off. as we all know, like if you know me, you know I love Frozen. I have a Frozen tattoo. Judge me. I don't give a shit. And what's um, that tattoo? Let it go. <laughs> let it go. Uh, I got that actually. I got my. Uh, let it go tattoo after seeing frozen on ice for the second time within three days um (laughs) (laughs) did you do a friday and a sunday matinee i forget what day it was i don't know because the second time i went i went with gia Mm -hmm. and lauren Mm -hmm. got super hammered at frozen on ice with a bunch of five-year-olds just wasted and then went and got a tattoo immediately after of Let It Go. And I do not regret it at all. I fucking love that tattoo. <laughs> I I have to share my brother's Frozen on Ice story because I completely forgot about it until you told that story. Frozen on Ice. So my brother lives in Florida and all of his friends are huge Disney fans because they're so close to the Disney parks. And so for his friend's birthday, he was like, I want to buy his tickets to Disney, uh, to Frozen on Ice. And he was like looking at the ticket prices. He's like, man, this is like really cheap. Like, ice seats were only $25. So he's like, fuck it, I'll upgrade us to some ice seats. Mm-hmm. And he shows up, and it's not, like, the official Frozen on Ice. It's, like, a elementary student's, like, production. Oh. And he goes, and the only thing to make it more awkward was that none of the parents bought ice seats. So it's just these two guys in their 30s sitting on the ice by themselves while all the parents are in the stands. Oh. And he's like, it was the most <laughs> awkward hour and a half of my life. Well, they stayed and watched they it? Stayed and watched. I would have laughed. Would they pay for those tickets? <laughs> $50 for the two of them. Yeah, no. The, wow. the real Frozen on Ice tickets were a lot more than that, and I had the worst seats imaginable. Well, you could have paid 50 and seen some middle. No, like, I'm glad I saw the real it. production twice. It was actually really well done. Mm. They did a very good job with it. Oh, they like, it's Disney they on did ice. the whole movie from start to finish. It was excellent. I had a great time, especially when I got to drink the second time. It was wonderful. You can drink at Disney on Ice. I'm Ben well, since it was, a kid. The, it was the Wells Fargo Center. Oh, so you can just get it down at the. Yeah, so you just get like we went, we pre-gamed Frozen on Ice, but oh I know shocking God. couple like girls in near their thirties at that time, 
pre-gaming Frozen on Ice at Xfinity Live. Yeah. Got a good buzz there. Really finished it off. Kicked it into Drunk Town once we got into the arena. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it was fucking great. I don't regret <laughs> it for a second. It was such a good time. Um, but anyway, Frozen is five years old. It came out November 27th, 2013. Yeah. Um, oh, Andrew, we didn't talk about when... November you s- 27th. So It's like five years. Wow. When was the first time you saw it? And then we'll we'll talk a little bit about like the movie and like some cool tidbits, but mm, I was also very reluctant to watch that movie because I, I was so sick and fucking tired of hearing "Let It Go" being played everywhere and these little Elsa freaks. But wow, I am offended. Oh no, no, because it blew up right after it came out. Uh, see, so many people had problems with "Let It really? Go." Like so many people hated it, and I'm. I think it's fucking great. Well, because it came out so November, I saw it summer of 2014, mm-hmm. and uh, I was. What was I doing? Oh yeah, I was at a cabin. I was with some friends at a cabin. I was with this dude I was dating at the time, and it was a shitty rainy day, but we had uh, power and laptops. And we got drunk and watched Frozen and some other movies. But Frozen was one of them. And I actually did fall in love with the song, Let It Go. <laughs> Could you hear my shitty phone opening? Because it's so fucking broken. That vibration. I'm taking a picture of my tissues and our cups. And then I'm going to send it to Matt so that he can put it on like Twitter or something. Oh, can you send it to me and I'll put I'll it on send Instagram? It to you. Yeah. And you can be like, guess what we're talking about tonight? Oh, speaking of guys, we have an Instagram now at Disney Podcast. Graham us. Back to Frozen. Um, so you saw it the summer of 2014. You loved it. It was a good time. Yeah, um, I saw the movie and I like was really surprised with how much I loved it. Like I really love that movie, and which I'm gonna dive right into. Olaf is my favorite little character. Olaf. I was actually so Olaf annoyed me at first. Really? Yeah. I got over that though. He annoyed me for maybe the first 10, 15 minutes, but then by like 40 minutes in, I was yeah. He annoyed me at first, and then I was like, oh, I'm over that. You're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm down with you. I um, wasn't so into Elsa until she had her badass let it go moment. And I was just like, fuck yeah, bitch. Yep. You that bitch. And I was like, forget about you, Anna. You're pretty lame in comparison. But she's so sweet. They're like, I don't even really mean that. She's a cute little goofy dumb sister. Did you know that um, this movie had actually been in the making for 70 years? 70? 70 years. Walt Disney was alive when they were trying to come up with concepts for this movie because they were doing like the the Ice Queen based off the Han Christian Andersen tale, which this is all based off of. Um, He wanted to do that. And so they were like... Really? Yeah, it was like in the works for like 70 years, like off and on, obviously. Um, But yeah, 70 years, a little more than that, I think, before it finally came to fruition. So Walt himself supported... The idea of Frozen becoming a Disney production. Yeah, and, and Elsa, the whole pre- the premise was completely different from the movie we know today. Like, in even the Hans Christian uh, Hans Christian Andersen uh, version, like Elsa is the villain, and so she was going to be the villain in um, this one. Sorry, I need a tissue. She was the villain in this, and she actually was um, her concept art. 
She had blue spiky hair. I was looking at the pictures today. It's awesome. So you should go look at the Elsa villain concept art um, that they did years ago. It's fantastic, especially if you like concept art like I do. Um, but she had blue spiky hair, and she was um, inspired by Amy Winehouse. She was supposed to be like this sultry, kind of dark, um, raspy figure um, like Amy Winehouse. That was her inspiration. And then, and that was the whole thing through the whole, the whole movie that they were creating. That's what she was. Like kind of swirly swooshy? Yes. Yeah, that's it. Interesting. Yeah, it's really cool, right? Yeah, it's like a whole nother. It's like okay. that's not Elsa at all. But she was the villain. And Anna, they weren't sisters. Anna was a peasant girl. And they had like this whole rivalry going. There's this big whatever going on. And um, the reason that changed is because of the song Let It Go. So when they wrote Let It Go, it was supposed to be a villain anthem, and then it turned into this really like empowering song instead. And when they heard it, they were like, this song is incredible, and it, but it doesn't fit Elsa at all. So we're going to rewrite the entire thing to fit this song in for Elsa. Interesting. And that's how Elsa became the woman we know today and disney even held i thought this was really weird disney held a um like a sister summit to like understand how sisters interacted yeah isn't that so cool it's kind of cool it's really cool but kind of terrifying yeah like that's isn't like dark like, almost it's like it's amy winehouse like that dark like yeah. sultry thing yes and oh I, I like that part. they even doodled in some like blue fingernails yeah. All, Disney is all about that fucking detail. Mm-hmm. Like she will have so blue. Cool. But you know what though? Like this face here. That looks like Elsa. That does look like Elsa. It looks like Elsa. Like in the that's face. That's really cool. Yeah. So they brought Adina Menzel in. Like that's what she thought she was doing. Hmm. Also, I didn't know that Kristen Bell could sing before this movie. Granted, I didn't know a lot about Kristen Bell at She's that time. She's pretty damn good. But she was, I was like, she started singing. I was like, that's Kristen Bell? Like, are you kidding me? I was like, damn, girl, get it. Get it, get it, get it. So, yeah, Disney threw, like, the sister summit to, like, see how sisters interacted and truly really understand their bond to bring more life to Anna and Elsa and make their bond uh, believable, which I think it is. I think it's a very strange relationship, and mm-hmm. I think... Um, that's kind of because Elsa is really this very well-adapted metaphor for depression and anxiety. So we see a very estranged relationship between sisters, but like that, you know, love and bond and connection is still there despite all of that, which I think is very real. You know, families can be so close even despite like, you know, people holding off and kind of, you know, being more distant than others. Yeah, and, you know, even... If when there is conflict and things like that, like love always kind of prevails, mm-hmm. and even through like the, you know, the representation of the depression and the anxiety and how severe it got through something like the metaphors they did throughout the movie, it's cool how yeah, no, at the end, the love and the bond of like these sisters right. and the family like and the town, back. yeah, it brings her back and yeah, I love that. Um, I I read this today and I thought it was so interesting. I never would have noticed otherwise. So Hans Christian Andersen is obviously the original you know, author of the Ice Queen mm-hmm. or Snow Queen um, fairy tale. And they pay like homage to him through a couple of the characters. So you have Hans, Kristoff, Anna, and Sven. And when you say them really fast, it kind of sounds like Hans Christian Andersen. Yeah, it kind of does. 
So that's how they paid homage to him. And apparently, I read this today, um, there <gasps> is... Anderson like Sanderson. Oh my God. Do we have another fucking connection in the Sanderson theory? Oh, and she's a witch. She's an ice witch. Is Elsa the great, 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 great grandmother of the Sanderson sisters? What? I'm thinking so. Confirmed. What happened to make them afraid of water? Remember when the sprinklers go off? Yeah. Well, remember their parents die in the sea? <sighs> yes. Oh, my God. It's all my Oh, God's my sense. gosh. Their parents are not the parents of Tarzan. We need to really. We need to. So this is private content. We can't share this. <laughs> <laughs> copyrighted Disney to podcast. We've been building this, this Sanderson yeah. sister theory throughout all the Disney movies for a while. Thank God it's all this content recorded. It's time we put recorded. pen to paper. Yeah. And come up with it. Look out, Pixar Universe Theory. Yeah, watch the fuck out. We're coming for your spotlight. Sanderson Sisters. Good morning, America. (laughs) (laughs) What? Shooting too big. Yeah, we let's aim for local news media outlets first. We could get there. They're like, fuck, they got it. Walt comes out of his like I what go the to hell Disney. are those things called? When I'm Cryogenic. Freezer. Yes. He he's comes out like, of his... He's, he's like, like they I'm, win. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We <laughs> inherit Disney World. And we're just like, yeah. Yo, could you imagine? Because we cracked the fucking Sanderson <laughs> sisters. sisters. He's like, they fucking knew it all along. He's like, I knew this day would come. And we're just like, here we are. We inherit Disney World. <laughs> That would be incredible, and it's going to happen. It's better than any lottery could ever win. No, you, Not you just because Disney of their valuation, World. but you own Disney. I'm just All because you in crack the a floating theory. glass elevator with Walt, and it's like, <laughs> if you want to view paradise. Like, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Matt, you don't get to participate in owning Disney World. We'll cut you like... You can come visit us. We'll throw you Disneyland. Uh, obviously, we all know Let It Go was written in a day. And, you know, sometimes great things just come together like that. In a that. day. In a day. In a day. Less than a day. Damn. I mean, that sounds just fire. I don't care who you are. It's so good. And everyone that hates it, hates it because, like, oh, it was so overplayed and it was so annoying. It's like, you know what? Can't you just admit when something's good? Can't you just be like, you know, I don't like it, but it's good. It's good. It's a fucking good song. The cold never bothered me anyway. I mean, the cold does fucking bother me. I love Elsa, but I do not relate to that shit. Agreed. The cold never bothered me anyway. And I'm she like, does that, like, whip and looks at the yeah. camera. She just looks so fucking fierce. Yeah. Like, bitch, and her, her eyeshadow is popping, and I'm just like, yes, girl, get it. The one thing I will say that kind of bothered me about that moment is it was such a powerful song, um, almost like a breakthrough kind of song, but then she still was kind of an asshole to everyone for a bit after that. I don't think she's an asshole. I think she is so full of anxiety. Like she doesn't want to hurt anyone else. She's living in fear of her own powers and she's scared she's going to hurt other people or affect their lives negatively. So she's holding herself off. She's like, if I'm here, I'm safe. I can't hurt other people. And so she's pushing them away because she thinks it's safer for them. Yeah. That makes sense actually. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, also very relatable when you have anxiety and depression or any kind of mental illness, you, people tend to do that. Yeah, you distance yourself. Because mm-hmm, you don't want to hurt anyone. Even though, like, Anna's, like, desperately, like, no, like, I need you. Like, we can fix this. When you have depression or anxiety or anything like that, you're just kind of like, 
no, that's not the case. Like, I will just hurt you. It won't get any better, that type of thing. Yeah. You know, it's interesting as we talk about this that, you know, of all the people I've heard that have talked about Frozen or have seen Frozen, you never hear anybody talking about that. And it, you know, kind of just made me think to myself, why? Because we've talked about this in other episodes, um, depending on the movie we're discussing, that Disney has these kind of metaphors to the movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting to me that they aren't more transparent about the elements that go into these movies. Um, like Frozen for, you know, it'd almost be cool if they had some kind of like intro at the end or something at the end or at something at the beginning or the end of the movie to kind of like mention that. Yeah, I mean, I think they leave a lot to interpretation, mm-hmm. you know, and for people to kind of assume on their own. Uh, I think if they were just kind of like loud about like something like mental illness, like, hey, this is a thing that happens to millions of people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're confronting it or like, you know, she has, you know, she suffers from it. Mm-hmm. This is just a thing. I, d- I do think it'd be cool if they would just kind of address it. Uh, another thing that... I- I mean, we've kind of talked about on podcasts before um, that's never really been addressed, but lots of people speculate about Elsa is that she's a lesbian because mm-hmm. she's the first female uh, character in a Disney movie that doesn't have a love interest at the end. Yes. And so everyone's like, oh, so she must be gay, which cool if she is, but also why can't a woman just not have a love interest? Well, Whether yeah. it's another woman or a man, like who cares? Well, especially the depression and anxiety, like there a lot of people who suffer from severe depression, anxiety, struggle to find relationships and be able to have that kind of connection because they yeah. struggle with that connection within themselves. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to that point too, like why can't she just be independent and celibate or whatever she wants to be? Yeah, Maybe she's asexual. Like, yeah, she could be. And there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe they're just choosing not to... Talk about a love interest in a movie. Yeah, I mean, Anna has one with Kristoff. Yeah, and so, that's such a cute little love interest. I know, they are adorable. Um, well, you know, is there typically multiple love interests? That's the thing. Like, You know, you have these two, you have two female protagonists. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess for a while, you know, Elsa's the antagonist in, in a sense. But do we really want both of them to have love interests? Is that really necessary for the story? Like the story really revolves around their love for one another, not their love for like, uh, an outside interest, you know, like it's about the, the sisters and how much they love each other. So I think having love interest for both is just too much. And I feel like Disney brought in a love interest for Anna because it's typical Disney. And she needed something to be. Yeah. Kind of panned back to throughout the movie. So I I still think that, you know, five years later, there are still so many kids dressing up as Elsa for Halloween. I feel like this movie doesn't go away. I mean, obviously, they're making a second one. There's been a couple shorts before, you know, new Disney movies. Mm -hmm. And I just love the longevity. I mean, I say longevity, but it's only been five years. But like that this movie has, I'm sure plenty of parents and other people like, oh, God, we're sick of it at this point. Like, go away. But I think it just speaks to how powerful it is. Yeah. Um, and Disney, I feel like hasn't had one like that in a while. Yep. Um, you could argue, you know, maybe it's this generation's, you know, Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which it, it could be. Oh God, I'm trying to think. Like I could talk about Frozen all day, and like I like it. And I've, you know, I've oddly gotten a lot of flack from people for liking it, like like our age. 
Oh, I know. For Roddy. whatever That's reason. exactly how I react when they give me shit for it. I'm just like, Bleh. well, people are petty. Like this one girl at band camp. At band camp. Uh, she saw my tattoo and she was like, did you get that before or after the movie? And I was like, after, because I really like the movie. She's like, oh, I was going to sympathize with you if you got it before because it's so annoying. And I was just like, I just told you I got it after because I like the movie. And then that's going to be your fucking remark. Like, I should smack you. Like, have some respect. Did she have the same tattoo? No. She just like didn't like that I had it. And I was like, yeah, I don't talk to you about your choices. Why do you need to like, I'm not hurting anyone. I didn't point it out to you. I don't rub it in your face. Like, calm down. Let this, this is, this is a big PSA to everyone. Let people like things. Let people do what they want. Let people enjoy whatever the hell they enjoy. If it's not harming you or them or anyone else, keep your mouth shut. Let them like things. Yeah. Unless it's like Matt liking Judy Hopps and then we really are concerned about him and we're trying to get him the help that he needs. <laughs> he hates us. He really hates so us for messing much. with him and it's only because we care about him so much. So much, Matt. You're going to get better, buddy. If you want to show him how much you care about him as well. Save a rabbit. <laughs> and post Judy Hopps pictures to our <laughs> Facebook page because Matt avidly checks show it. Show your support for Matt by posting pictures of Judy Hopps to our Facebook page. Please feel free to use Photoshop as well. Be creative with the memes. Photoshop him into a picture with Judy Hopps. Please. Oh, my God. Please. You know what? Whoever can have, <laughs> whoever can come up with the best Photoshop Matt and Judy Hopps meme, they you're can. on the podcast. That's going to be his brother. His uh, brother's going to be like a fucking I'd love to have this. him on the podcast. That's incredible. Is that okay, Matt? Okay. Thank you. We're kidding. Matt's a great guy. He doesn't actually want to fuck a cop rabbit. No, but I would love to see those but, memes. <laughs> yeah, we do want to see the memes, though. Please send them. I like creativity and seeing what <laughs> people can do with their mind. <laughs> uh, like I said, Anna was a peasant girl, but she was um, journeying to ask Ice Queen Elsa to freeze her broken heart. I wonder if Hans broke her heart in that version, too. And so she was going to Elsa to freeze it. But then she meets Kristoff along the way and just falls in love again because, you know, Disney. Did you know that... Do You Want to Build a Snowman almost didn't make it into the movie. It was taken out, put back in, taken out again, and then put back in right before the movie went and was released. Really? Yep. Kristen Bell even said it wasn't put back in until, quote unquote, the witching hour before it was released. So Anna, I believe, is, or not Anna, Elsa is the oldest of like the Disney quote unquote princesses. I think she's 21 in this movie and she gets crowned uh, queen. So she's the first queen that we have in a movie. Like, you know, obviously, aside from like the evil queen, like, let's not fucking do that shit. Evil queen. Ooh. So apparently, during Let It Go, so when Elsa releases, like, the clasp on her um, cape, uh, which is obviously purple because purple is a color of royalty, blah, blah, blah. We mm-hmm. all know that bullshit. Um, that is signaling her letting go of her uh, royal duties. Interesting. Yeah. So the co- Oh, also the color of Elsa's ice castle changes with her emotions. Blue is happy, red is fear, and yellow is anger. Also, I I read this uh, the other day. 
Uh, Elsa's hair, like they had to create a new program to animate her hair, and she has more hair than Rapunzel. I think Elsa has like 420,000 strands of hair compared to like, I forget exactly what Rapunzel had, but it was weak compared to Elsa. Wow, they actually put individual strands of hair. I'm not exactly sure how it works, but apparently they know exactly how many strands like she has. Copy paste. Yeah. Do you think they actually do that? Or do you think they just make some bullshit up for the crazy fans that just want to know <laughs> how many could, fucking strands of hair Elsa from to Frozen us has? About fucking everything. Sick little obsessed thirteen year old girls just fucking Ooh. rubbing their titties, <laughs> beating off over Elsa. Sorry, I'm getting graphic here. <laughs> Who rubs their titties to um, get I off? Just, well, I, I guess like more like a tweak of a nipple. That doesn't do it either. If that, I mean, if that gets a girl off, that's easy. I know she's 13. She's exploring. She's, so she's I, 13. She's like, if I pinch my own nipples, I'll get off. And no, when I was 13, I, I didn't even have my period yet at 13. Well, I don't know. Late these boomer. girls today. All right. So I looked have it up. Have you seen 13 year olds today? Yeah. It's all the processed oh foods, man. Oh, my God. We're making producer Matt uncomfortable talking we about 13 year old girls to like, work in their yep. titties. I just wanted to give you the answer to oh. the strands of hair <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go so for I it. looked this up. Elsa in Frozen has 400,000 strands of hair. Rapunzel only has 100,000 strands. Yeah, I told you it was weak. But it says in Zootopia, it pushed even further. There's a mouse in Zootopia that has 480 strands of hair. A and mouse a, doesn't count. And a giraffe in the movie has 9 million strands. Doesn't count. We're that sounds about, like it's made up. There ain't no way someone humans. animated 9 million strands of hair. That's what I don't understand. Speaking of Elsa and Rapunzel, Adina Menzel originally auditioned for the part of Rapunzel in Tangled, but was not given the part. But a Disney casting director recorded her audition and thought she would be perfect for the role of the Ice Queen Elsa. Perfect. And she was. Yeah, she was perfect. Very good in that role. Although she apparently Dina Menzel or Adele Dazeem, if you're uh, John Travolta, um, believes that her voice is a superpower, and I think that's kind of pompous. And I don't like that. I'm pretentious. My voice is a superpower. I'm like you're fucking great. You're very good. Mm-hmm. But a superpower? I don't know. You saving anyone with that voice? Yeah, making world peace with that voice. You're singing "Let It Go." You're bringing lots of people joy. I guess that's a superpower. I don't know. It seemed a little pretentious. Ooh, Jennifer Lee, the director of the film, was the first female to direct a Disney animated feature. About fucking time! Wow, 2013. There is so much Frozen and Tangled overlap. So Santino Fontana, who was Prince Hans mm-hmm. in I almost said in Elsa in Frozen, uh, auditioned to be Flynn Rider in Tangled. Hmm. And it's like, don't you dare fuck with Flynn Rider. He was perfect the way he was. Thank God he wasn't cast as Flynn Rider. Actually, you know they sound enough like it probably would have been totally fine. I'm just being very dramatic. I like you being dramatic. This is good. I'm just like, don't let it out. With let Flynn it out. Rider, my animated crush. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> We're meant to be. I mean, and then obviously Flynn Rider and Rapunzel are in Frozen. So, you know, all good. Yeah. They make an appearance. Hmm. My boo. I do like Frozen way more than Tangled. I do too. They're only half ass saw Tangled once. Couldn't get into it. I've seen Tangled is good. I like Tangled. Yeah. But I think Frozen is so much better. It really is. I think the the songs are better. I think overall it's just a stronger film. Um, 
now I, w- I will say the lantern scene in Tangled is just very magical and I love that. Mm. And Flynn Rider is, you know, hot as hell for an animated character, which is weird for me to say, but it's true. I think that they're an interesting comparison though, because on Tangled, you have, oh you, man, you have like <laughs> them hiring like a pop music artist to write songs, and then with Frozen, you have them pulling someone from like a musical background to write the songs, and it really does show, like it's interesting when you look at the films that used people who had a history of like Broadway and musical theater to write music versus the people yeah, who I were mean, just like pop stars. Look at Moana when they pulled Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Fucking incredible. Or like, Don't get me started on Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> I won't stop. <laughs> We're aware. <laughs> I just love him so much. And speaking of Lin Manuel Miranda, <laughs> I was listening to the Hamilton soundtrack today because just, you know, for funsies. I haven't listened to that in a while. It's so good. It's also, so much fun. Thank you, producer Matt, for looking that up. I appreciate it as always. Yeah, thanks, what are you drinking Matt. in your frozen cup tonight? By the way, did we confirm we're talking about frozen? Are we are drinking out of frozen cups? Did we share that yet? We are drinking out of frozen cups. Uh, I have like seven frozen cups around my house. Um, I also have a box of tissues sitting next to me right now because I have a cold. I don't know if you've <laughs> noticed my voice is a little bit weird. It's because I have a cold. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm sick. Uh, but I have a box of frozen tissues. Um, because I had Moana once, but I used all them. So now we're on to Frozen. And if you're on Instagram at all in the last couple of days, uh, weeks, it has been posted <laughs> on the Instagram page. Has it? Yeah, I posted it on there. Oh, Blessings. That was your job because you have to get the hashtags right because Matt doesn't know Did you know post it? Wait, did you put it on the story? He put it on, like it's on there. Did he use hashtags? He said, Disney, Frozen, Let It Go, Podcasting, Cartoons, Olaf, Elsa, Wine, Podcast, Animation. First of all, it's beer. <laughs> We're drinking beer tonight. Is it a bunch of single word hashtags? Matt. <laughs> how many likes do we have? And how long eight. has it been posted? 20 minutes. We have eight likes. Oh my gosh. There should be at least 42 <laughs> likes on that if you use the appropriate <laughs> hashtag. Did you tag anyone in the photo? Is there a location tag for he Chester County, Pennsylvania? A, he didn't even put a filter or on Walt it. Or Walt Disney World? He didn't put a filter on it. Oh. I know. My. What the fuck, Matt? <laughs> you, we need a social media manager ASAP. You should have put Olga on that. Oh, my gosh. Dude, this is this is what we're subjected to. Guys, this is what we have to fucking <laughs> deal with every week. Oh, he tries. Poor Maddie. He deals with us. Like, I know. It is kind of fair. Slack. He's just like, he puts up with us. So, like, he, he gets a break. So, Frozen, I... I know it's not really coming through in this episode of how much I love it and how much that movie means to me. Shout it. Let it go. <laughs> Let it yes, go. there it was. Um, this movie, like no joke, if you ever watch it with me, I know I've watched it with a couple people and they can vouch for this because it's absolutely true. I will get up and sing and dance during every song. It's like, I cannot control myself. I'm instantly a child. Mm-hmm. I This movie, I think I love it so much. I mean, it's fantastic. The songs are, are wonderful. Um, but it really, it, it makes me a child again. Like, I am thrilled to watch this movie every single time that I see it. I sing every song and I just live my best life whenever I watch Frozen. And I just feel like a little kid again. It just like hits me. You get that excitement. Mm-hmm. It's like that movie you can watch a million times and like you're still just excited mm-hmm. every time. I need to watch it um, again for the, now that it, we're into the winter. It's perfect Christmas this time season. of year, yeah. I just watched my first holiday movie of the season that I start with. It's too soon. So I'm happy to do Frozen next. What? 
too soon. What did you watch? I watched Elf last night. Oh, never mind. That is a fucking good one. I love Elf. I fucking love I Elf. I fell asleep to Elf last night. Elf is so good. And Hope as you soon find as your dad. That as soon as that comes in in the beginning of the movie, I just get so tickled inside and I just so, get joyful. We're kind of deviating here because this isn't Frozen. But the first time I saw Elf, uh, I was with my friend Chrissy and we watched it, obviously, but I only remember it because we watched uh, The Notebook for the first time <laughs> first. And then I was so devastated by the end of The Notebook that I was like, I need to watch something happy. And then we put on uh, Elf and we both watched it for the first time. And I was like, "This, I am totally cured now. It's, just, yeah, it's great. It is a good pick-you-up movie. Yes. But fuck. No. The Notebook, the Notebook. is one of my all-time favorite Dude, love I movies. I legit watched it every day for a week just a few months ago. I was just like, I just oh, want, beautiful. I just want Noah Calhoun. Should have told me so badly. He is just. Uh, uh, uh. And you know, when I was younger, I didn't like him when he was older and he had the beard. I was like, oh, I prefer younger Noah when he's clean shaven. But now I'm just like, give me mm-hmm. Noah with the beard all day. He built that fucking. He is house. a man. That house. Give me that. He did everything he promised. He he, he kept every single promise. I know he's a oh god. What a, they don't make him like they used to. Like they did God, a novel. I could cry literally just thinking about I that know. movie right now. It's devastating. I'm just picturing them holding hands at the and end. It's, and it's just it ruined me. my life because men like Noah Calhoun only exist in novels. They are not real. They are not out there. Sorry to burst your bubble. It's, Noah Calhouns don't exist. And if you say, oh, I have a Noah Calhoun, like you're a fucking liar. Yeah. He cheated on you, bitch. <laughs> 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 he definitely didn't build you that painting room. Now did he? His buddy at the, the football game. They're not just buddies at a football game. They uh, they love each other very. They love each other very much. They have deep feelings for one another. Deep. So anyway, feelings. Frozen is fantastic. Noah Calhoun, <laughs> Noah Calhoun doesn't exist. It's equally fantastic. It's equally fantastic, but just as fictional as Elsa. Yes. Sorry, sorry to burst your bubble. Anyway. Love is an open door. That's some of our thoughts on Frozen. I could seriously talk about this all day, every day. It doesn't get old for me. Um, I know we have one listener that doesn't like Frozen, and I would personally like to challenge him to a fist fight. To Let's the address death. that. Um, Do we want to address that? Can we call it? No, we're not going to call it our listener on the <sighs> podcast. I would, but I would totally call him out. I'll tell you. I'm, I'll call him out. Respect we're talking him. about you, Daniel. Oh, Oh, shit. called out by producer, producer Matt. Matt. <laughs> Lighten a fire today. Um, also, thank you for supporting us. You're a great listener. He is a great listener. It was just like, it was funny. I'll tell the story really quick and then mm-hmm. we'll be done. Because yeah. We have to watch, the, we have to do another episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys just crave it. Uh, so I never get on Facebook. Like, that's a thing. I never do it. I got on, I don't even remember why. And I was like, oh, I'll check the Disney page, see what's going on. And I like scrolled down and I saw this listener. You know who you are because producer Matt just called you out. Uh, who's like trashing Frozen. And I was like, who the hell do you think you are to trash Frozen? And then I was like, well, you know, I should just let people be individuals. And if they don't like something, let them not like something. But then they should also let me like something that I do like. So, yeah. you know what, Daniel? I like Frozen and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Great. I'm glad we can Capiche? agree. I'd actually like to know why he doesn't like it. I'd be interested to see if it's one of those things where he thinks it's played out. It got annoying. 
or anything of that nature. It'd be interesting to talk about. So, Daniel, let us know why you don't like it. Maybe we can chat about it. Yeah, I picture you right now at, uh, Brooke, I picture you at one of those, like, tables at a university, and it's like, Frozen's the greatest movie change in the world. Change my mind. Change my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel, that's your task. Change your mind. Change my mind, Daniel. If you can change Brooke's mind on why Frozen is a terrible movie. Yo, you can do anything in the world. Then I will personally take you to dinner and in pay world. for it in Disney World <laughs> on a Disney cruise. Ooh. You can't go to Disney World on a Disney cruise. Why can't you? Because... That's bullshit. Because Orlando's not in the ocean, so you can't really do that. Actually, wouldn't it be dope if Disney did like a two to three month long cruise where you just cruise to every country that has Disney World and you get to see every Disney World? Well, they're not all like where you can port and just go on, you know? Well, no, but... You'd have to like take trains and like buses. But the package literally just covers everything to get you to each place. That's so long at sea. Like you're bound to get a Titanic moment. I really don't want another tangent there. Sorry. Back to you, Daniel. <laughs> um, I'll buy you something. Change my mind, Change Daniel. your mind. So anyway, your <laughs> thoughts about Frozen? Hate it. Love it. Everything in between. Things we missed. Things we that you found interesting that we didn't talk about. There's so many things to talk about when it comes to Frozen. So please don't be shy. You can email us uh, at disneytopodcast at gmail.com. You can also email us from our website, which is disneytopodcast.com. We've confirmed that that has been fixed, that glitch, so don't worry about that. We have Twitter, uh, at Disneyto Podcast, and we have an Instagram, which is also at Disneyto Podcast. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed my uh, Instagram stories from my first time at Disney. You're welcome. It was probably really fun to watch for you, because I'm hilarious. Hit us up on any of the social media platforms. We're always happy to hear from you, talk about you, and respond to you. We love you. Go build snowmans. Woo! Find your dad. Hey! Jesus took the wheel, or in this case, Jesus the soundboard. Jesus, take the soundboard. Take it from Matt's hands. He oh. can't do this on oh. his own. He's letting go, but give him one more chance. Save him from this podcast he's on. Is that how it goes? Brooke, that was I, really good. I know Thank the you. one lyric, which is really Jesus, <laughs> take the wheel. My mom used to really like that song. As mothers do. Ah, the smell of the video store. I love this place. Do you remember when you could just look at the walls of covers? We had to choose just by looking at the cover and reading the crappy synopsis. It was, you were leaving with one. And the only way to know what new movies were coming out is you actually had to watch the trailers instead of skipping them. Right, we didn't have the internet to look it up. We had one guy named Todd behind the counter that would (laughs) tell us what was good or not. And Todd strangely liked way too many romantic comedies. Yes, but you always knew when the boobies were coming because Todd made sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and remember all the awful CG we had to put up with in the mid-90s? We talk about that a lot, don't we? Join us on Analog Jones and the Temple Film where we talk about VHS tapes. And we wax nostalgia like none other. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.